Welcome to episode two of the Lose It podcast, your raw and unfiltered weekly guide through the transformative journey of weight loss. Whether you're thinking about losing weight, losing weight now, bathing in the success of your results, or just plain sick and tired of being a fat fuck, this podcast is tailor-made just for you. I'm your host, Nick Jopo. Five years ago, I lost 110 pounds and have kept it off after years of yo-yo dieting and losing and gaining weight. So believe me when I tell you, I get it. Today's episode is about how to stop regaining weight after successful weight loss. If you find yourself losing weight only to gain it back in the long run, this is one I strongly recommend you pay attention to. A study from the National Library of Medicine, less than 1% of people with obesity ever get back to a healthy body weight. Out of that 1%, 85% of those that lose weight regain the weight they lost within five years. This means that 0.15%, or one out of 666 people with obesity, lose the weight and keep it off for more than five years. Close your eyes and imagine 666 people in a room. Out of those 666, six or seven of them will ever get back to a healthy weight. Out of those six or seven, only one will stay at a healthy weight for more than five years. Now, how are we going to get you from being one of the 666 to being one of the six or seven to being the one in the room that doesn't gain the weight back? I relate to this a lot. I gained and lost about 50 pounds every year from ages 18 to 23, so for five years or so. My problem was I became so addicted to losing weight. The times when I was losing weight are the times when I felt the best. They're the times when I felt the most inspired, the times when I felt the most momentum. And momentum and inspiration is contagious. It makes other people want to be around you. I was so hooked on the idea of talking to people about weight loss and having people actually see my results. It was such an addicting feeling. The first thing you need to understand about losing weight and regaining it back is that how you lose weight matters. If you lose weight in a way that is unsustainable, then it's going to be unsustainable and you won't be able to maintain your results. We're playing the long game, not the how can I lose weight as fast as possible game. If the goal was to just lose weight as fast as possible, the best way to do that would be to go get a limb removed or go on the cigarettes and crack diet. You're going to drop weight in a way that's really unsustainable and understand that the goal is not to just lose weight, it's to lose fat in a way that you can sustain and in a way that makes you feel good. Why does it need to be fast? Why does it need to be easy? If getting in shape and staying in shape was easy, being in shape wouldn't mean anything. It's, it's appealing because it's difficult. People have respect for people that take care of their bodies because most people don't take care of their bodies. The process is going to take years. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. But no one ever told me that. So I spent five years looking for the shortcuts and I never found them. The shortcuts I see people looking for and taking today are things like weight loss pills, fat burners, or weight loss shots. Things like extreme undereating, basically just starving yourself, signing up for 90 days of Weight Watchers. Whatever your shortcut is, get real with yourself. Stand up and look in the mirror 
and ask, can I do this for the rest of my life? Can I take fat burner shots or weight loss pills for the rest of my life? Can I undereat for the rest of my life? Can I be on Weight Watchers forever? Can I binge exercise forever? We're all looking for ways to cure our fat bodies. And this is the problem. Obesity isn't just a disease of the body. It's a disease of the mind. You have to find a way to cure your fat mind. And your body will follow your mind. None of the tricks or shortcuts that people take for weight loss actually teach you the lessons that you need to learn to cure your fat mind. The number one way to stop regaining weight is to understand that there are no shortcuts and we're playing the long game. The number two way to not regain weight is to understand that the body follows the mind always. No one ever got in shape on accident. It takes extreme intentionality. There are going to be times when you need to listen to your mind over your body. If you're fat, out of shape, don't exercise, and don't eat well, then your body is giving you some bad information. You can't always listen to it. Listening to your body is something that is learned over time. And if you're just starting out on this journey, you aren't there yet. Learn to listen to your mind first while you train your body to be reliable and to give you the right signals. Now, your body has a set point. A set point is basically just a weight that it defends or that it wants to maintain, kind of the way that a, a thermostat maintains temperature. When you lose a significant amount of weight, your body is doing everything that it can to sustain weight or to get back to the weight that it started at. It doesn't want to starve. It does this in a couple ways. First, it decreases your metabolism. So as you lose weight, you're going to burn less calories throughout the day the more weight you lose. The second thing it does is it decreases this hormone called leptin, which is basically just an appetite regulator. So when you have less leptin in your body, you're hungrier. So now you're burning less calories throughout the day, and your body's screaming at you, telling you to eat more food. This makes you crave really high-calorie foods. Think about the times when you lost weight. When I think about the times when I lost weight, I remember craving things like saltine crackers and bread, pizza, ice cream, and anything deep-fried. No one losing weight ever craves things like fruits, meats, or vegetables. It's always total bullshit cravings. Now, fat people typically have higher metabolisms. Your metabolic rate is, it's just the measure of how many calories you burn in a day at rest. The bigger the body, the more calories it takes to function, the more calories it takes to pump blood through your body because you have a bigger body. This is why when you lose weight, when you start losing weight, the first couple months, you lose weight way faster than you do when you get further along in your journey. When I think about my first six months of losing weight, I lost 75 pounds in the first six months. But the first month, I lost 21 or 22 pounds. Over time, as I started weighing significantly less, my metabolism was drastically decreasing. There was a study about the contestants on The Biggest Loser, where they measured their metabolisms before and after the show. And before the show, the average contestant was burning 2,607 calories per day. After the show, they were burning an average of 2,000. So they saw an average of a 607 calorie decrease per day in calories burned. Now, if you've ever seen The Biggest Loser, you know that almost all of the contestants that lose weight gained the weight back plus some within a year of leaving the show. The reason they regain the weight is because they're going on these extremely low calorie diets. Their metabolisms are drastically decreasing as they lose weight. 
And when they come off of the show and go back home, they aren't adjusting their calorie intake to maintenance. Now let's go back to the idea of set point. Your set point will change over time with consistency. The key is to not undereat too drastically. You don't need to count calories forever, but it's important to understand how many calories you should be consuming per day to lose weight. Go on Google, type in weight loss calorie calculator, plug in your height and your weight and your activity level, and it's going to give you a really good starting point to figure out about how many calories you should be eating to hit whatever your goal is. If you're in a calorie deficit, which means that you're eating less calories than you're burning, you're going to feel some hunger. Now, the smaller the deficit, the less hunger you feel, the more likely you'll be able to use your mind to overcome your body's cravings. You cannot lose weight without feeling a little hungry. It is impossible to lose weight without feeling some hunger. So you have to get comfortable with listening to your mind over your body when your body's telling you, hey, I need to eat a little bit more, but you understand because you've counted out your calories and you're intentional about what's going into your body, you understand that your body is actually getting what it needs to accomplish the goals. Listen to your mind over your body. Your body's screaming at you, eat a loaf of bread. Your mind knows that is not the answer. Undereating is a slippery slope to eating disorders and anorexia and people starving themselves. The key is to make sure that you're eating enough food. Instead of saying, my goal is to eat 1,800 calories in a day, set a goal to eat a minimum of 1,700 and a maximum of 1,900. Have a range that guarantees you're eating enough food. Eating too little will really fuck you in the end. The voice in the back of your head saying, feed me, motherfucker, give me that loaf of bread, is going to become way too much for your mind to overcome. Listen to your mind until you know that your body is telling the truth. And this process takes time. It took me about three years to get to the point where I now fully trust my body. And I know that when my body is craving something, it's craving it because my body needs that food. When my body is telling me to eat, it's telling me to eat things like meat or fruit, never things like ice cream, pizza, or fried chicken. I have complete control over the foods that I crave and have for the last one or two years. It takes time. Now, you can't exist in a calorie deficit for the rest of your life. At some point, you want to maintain your results. You'll need to find a spot between eating too little and eating too much. That's called maintenance calories. Again, go use a calculator on Google and figure out what your maintenance calories are and figure out what foods fit into however many calories you should be eating in a day to maintain your weight. The third way to stop regaining weight is to stop weighing yourself every day. Your body fluctuates weight based on so many different factors. How much water you drink, how recently you went to the bathroom, how much salt you've consumed to retain water, how many hours you slept, the physical time of the day that you're weighing yourself, inaccuracies in your scale. The issue I always had was I would weigh myself every day and then I would get discouraged if I didn't lose weight or worse, maybe I even gained a little bit of weight on the scale day to day. So if I got to Wednesday in the week and I gained half a pound from Tuesday to Wednesday, I would go, well, shit, this week is totally lost. I'm just going to say, fuck it and restart again next Monday and have a better week. So then I would get to the next Monday and that might be the third week of the month. The same thing might happen that week. And then I would go, well, the month is kind of lost. I've really messed this month up. So I'm just going to wait until next month. And the next month would be October or November. And then I would say, well, the year is kind of lost. So I would just like the starting point of January 1st. So fuck it for the rest of this year. 
we'll get back at it come January 1st. And I would do this for years, years of never really committing. A big part of the problem was that I was weighing myself every day. I started seeing real success and sustainable success and sustainable weight loss when I started weighing myself once a week instead. It's almost impossible to gain a substantial amount of fat in one day. You cannot gain one pound of fat in a day. It's almost impossible. So when you see the scale go up one or two pounds, you didn't gain that much fat. Keep in mind, the goal is not to lose weight. The goal is to lose fat. You cannot measure fat loss day to day. It's much more accurate and reliable to measure fat loss week to week instead. The number four way to stop regaining weight is to stop dieting. If you introduce an entirely new meal plan of things that you just aren't used to eating, you're not going to be able to sustain it. After losing weight, you'll just go back to eating the way that you were before. Now, when I was losing and gaining weight and existing in that whole yo-yo cycle of up and down, up and down, I would go from gaining weight, eating fast food every meal, every single day to losing weight, eating only chicken and broccoli. You can still lose weight eating the foods you're eating now. Whatever it is you're eating now, I promise you can lose weight and still eat those foods. You just have to eat them in a lower quantity. So grab a piece of paper and make a T-chart. On the left side of the chart, write out whatever it is you eat the most. Write out the five things you eat most commonly. It might be things like a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich with a large fry or a Chipotle burrito with chicken and rice and cheese sauce. Go online and figure out approximately how many calories are in each one of those meals, the exact way that you order it, about how many calories are in those meals. And then start looking for ways to make those meals a little bit less calorie. Instead of saying, I'm never going to Chick-fil-A ever again, I'm only eating chicken and broccoli, find a way to eat a little bit less calories of Chick-fil-A. Instead of doing a chicken sandwich with a large fry, do a chicken sandwich with a small fry moving forward for three months and see how you feel. You're going to save 150 calories just on that meal alone. Instead of going to Chipotle and getting a burrito with chicken rice and cheese sauce, go and get a burrito bowl with no tortilla and no cheese sauce. You're going to save three or 400 calories right there. If you ate those two things every single day and made those two alterations, you'd be saving five or 600 calories a day while still mostly eating the same thing, just with some slight alterations. Now, low calorie does not equal healthy. You don't need to be healthy to lose weight but you do need to eat less calories. It's easier to eat less calories in the long run when you're eating healthier foods because when you're eating healthier foods, you're properly fueling your body with the right nutrients. And when you're doing so, you don't have as many cravings. If you eat 2,000 calories of McDonald's and ice cream every single day, you are going to have way worse cravings and it'll be much less sustainable than eating 2,000 calories of meat, fruit, and vegetables or other things that we know are actually good and nourishing for us. So start with cutting calories as a way to see some results and build some momentum. But over time, evolve your diet and evolve your relationship with food to eat more healthy and nourishing foods. I had to learn that lesson the hard way, the idea that your diet can and will evolve over time. You don't need to have the perfect diet right now. You, you can't. You cannot have the perfect diet right now because you won't be able to sustain it. It's like if you've never been to the gym and now you're trying to build the perfect workout regimen. You can't do that. Your body will not let you sustain that. You have to ease into it. I'm going to be doing an entire episode on the evolution of diet and I'll take you through exactly step by step how my diet started five years ago, what I was eating, where I failed, what I wish I did differently and the corrections that I had to make. 
and how I evolved my diet from low calorie to healthy over the last five years. In summary of this episode, number one, there are no shortcuts. Play the long game. Number two, listen to your mind over your body until you can learn to trust your body. Number three, weigh yourself weekly instead of daily. Number four, stop dieting. Find ways to make your current meals lower calorie. I've dedicated my life to helping people adopt the mindset they need to lose weight and keep it off forever. So if this message resonates with you, follow along for weekly episodes. And if you made it to the end of this podcast, I appreciate your support and hope to see you on the next one.